Hi, this is Kevin Quinley of Quinley Risk Associates. This is our weekly podcast of The Claims Coach, the only podcast that aims to deliver tips, tools, and techniques to help great claims professionals and risk professionals get even better at managing their claims, their time, their resources, and their careers. This episode should come with a black box warning, a rant ahead, because the topic is six steps to unsuck your customer service. I'll talk generally about one aspect of customer service and then bring it down to an operational level of claims, but bear with me. Remember quaint bygone days of yore? There were living, breathing people at businesses who actually answered phones. That era now resides in the gauzy memories of the past, like faded photographs from the 19th century. Technology rules now, especially in customer service, pardon the expression, and telephone interactions. Fewer claim transactions occur face-to-face. Now, while email rules as a communications mode, people still phone the claims department when they have a loss. And when they do, chances are they're going to hear an automated voicemail response. Now, this may be efficient for insurance companies or claim departments, but it may not be effective from a customer service standpoint. Uh, Jason Gay writes for the Wall Street Journal, And he asked rhetorically in a recent column, when did calling customer service lines become the new hitting yourself in the face with a brick? My answer is probably when companies discovered that they could handle customers cheaper by installing recorded systems instead of hiring people to answer phones. Now, in fairness, the insurance industry, the claims industry, isn't unique in adopting automated phone response systems, but I maintain that one component of claim service is managing the communications exchanges that are conducted by phone. Remember the old saying, you get only one chance to make a good impression? Make it a good one. Voicemail response systems often thwart efforts to start the claims process off on a positive note. Here's my own biased, idiosyncratic list of six beefs with automated systems. And this is where the rant warning ahead comes in. Number one, due to an unusually high call volume, I don't know about you, I always get suspicious when every single call that I make triggers this recycled message. You know, if the call volume is always high when you call, it's no longer an, quote, unusually high call volume. It's the new normal. It means that the company, not the customer, should adjust. If you call on Monday morning, Wednesday afternoon, Thursday at midday, and every time the recording cites an unusually high call volume, that should activate our BS detectors. It's hard to believe that by coincidence, every time I call, there's an un- usually high call volume. Really? I doubt it. Now, it's easier to blame an unusually high call volume than to say, we just don't want to hire enough staff to answer phones. 
Just like the airlines find it cheaper to tell passengers, get to the airport two hours early than to hire enough people to process luggage and tickets expeditiously. Please get there two hours early so that when you arrive at the airport, you can find out that your flight is delayed by two hours. But that's another rant. Number two, for quality purposes, this call may be recorded. Oh boy, I hope it is. It's never been clear to me just how recording a customer exchange somehow magically improves quality. In fact, I've had some very unsatisfactory exchanges that were still recorded. Example, one time when my kids were, were younger, I had to cancel an Xbox online renewal, video game renewal. I, I was flummoxed by trying to do it online. If I was a cynic, I would think that that was intentional to keep you subscribing. I made the mistake of calling customer support an oxymoron if there ever was one. After 10 minutes on the phone, the customer support rep, I think it was Microsoft, told me he didn't have any more time to spend with me, that I was taking up too much of his time. Now that's customer service. I sure hope that exchange was duly recorded, for quality purposes, of course. Hey, if you're so fixated on quality, pick up the freaking phone. Now that's quality. Staff the phones with humans, not robotic canned messages, but with living, breathing humans. What a radical notion. Now, occasionally, I've finally hacked through the voicemail maze to reach a human. I've gotten the runaround, and then I've said, boy, I sure hope this customer exchange has been recorded for training and quality purposes, because usually it's a case study in how not to address customer needs. That's rant number two. Number three, to avoid long wait times, please visit our website at Translation. We prefer not to deal with you by phone, so go hunt for the answer on our website and hope that your problem fits neatly into one of our FAQs. If it doesn't, tough luck. Great message for your customer. You're a nuisance. Just pay us your money and leave us alone. Number four, please enter your fill-in-the-blank account number, social security number, policy number, zodiac sign. Invariably, after doing this and waiting on hold, I eventually connect with a living, breathing human. And guess what's the first thing they ask me for? the same freaking information. My account number, social security number, policy number, etc. Uh, you go through the hassle of entering the string of numbers onto the computer only to have to repeat the same numbers to a human. Makes no sense. When I ask why the customer has to give the same information twice, I usually get some lame-o response like, well, uh, I don't have access to the information you entered in. Hey, dude, this is 2018. Next, one of my favorites. Your call is important to us. Please continue to hold. Hey, Pinocchio's nose has to grow as this mantra repeats. If my call is so important, why not have people answer the phone? If my call really is so important, why not hire more staff to field calls 
and trim wait time. Oh, but that would take money. On the credibility scale, this line is right up there with, yes, I'll respect you in the morning, your check is in the mail, and uh, I swear, officer, I only had one beer. It gives the illusion of the company being customer-focused without the substance. And then the last one, all of our representatives are busy serving other customers. Please try your call again later. This is a real blow-off. When later? Two hours? Tomorrow? Next year? What if your issue, your question, your problem, like a claim, is time-sensitive? Okay, look, claim service means we put ourselves in the customer's shoes. Walk a mile in them by dialing in, and you may discover new opportunities to upgrade the customer service experience for your company and claims office. So let me close with six quick rhetorical questions to help you unsuck this aspect of your claim service. Number one, pretend you're a policyholder or a business partner. Call your office. Put yourself in the customer's shoes. How's the experience? How's it working for you? As Dr. Phil would say. Number two, is a recorded greeting and voicemail menu the default mode or do living breathing humans pick up? Number three, do callers have what I call a bailout option if they want to quickly advance to speak with a person or to bypass voicemail options? If not, put one in. Number four, does your recording always cite an unusually high call volume of incoming calls or is this message reserved only for genuine peak times, like cat losses? Number five, is your voicemail system designed for your convenience and cost savings or for customer service needs? Finally, number six, if the recording says that calls may be recorded for quality or training purposes, hey, ask yourself, when was the last time you really did use a recording for quality or training purposes in this context? So, I feel better now. If you do too, and if you like the content here, please subscribe to the Claims Coach Podcast. You can reach it on iTunes and leave a review. For more information on Quinley Risk Associates and my menu of services, please visit me on the web at www.claimscoach.com or connect on Twitter at ClaimsCoach, one word, or through LinkedIn. Quinley Risk Associates is also on Facebook. Thanks for listening and be sure to check back for future claims and risk management resources from Quinley Risk Associates.